0: You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Onyx Maps and Onyx Hunt. Onyx is an app you simply download to your phone and it allows you to navigate the field, the timber, the woods, the prairie, the backcountry just by saving a map to your phone and watching the little blue dot. It works in conjunction with your phone's GPS system, so you know where you are at at all times. And the best part about this, really, is you don't need 4G or any type of phone service for the app to work. You can document things like trailheads and trails and food sources and bedding areas and tree stand locations and trail cameras, and you can mark all these waypoints and basically just journal everything about your hunting season right there on your map and it makes things so much more easy and it makes things very efficient so if you want to find out more information about onyx visit onyxmaps.com and if you do decide to purchase visit the app store and enter the discount code nation20 that's nation O N two zero, and first-time users will save 20 percent hey everybody welcome back to the hunting gear podcast i'm your host dan johnson and today we are talking about releases and after having a conversation with today's guest i now know the importance of a really good release it's something that many of you probably overlook as being a source of accuracy when bow hunting or shooting your bow but uh, today's guest will tell you that uh the, the release is a very important piece of equipment for the compound bow hunter and the compound archer in general. So a uh, really interesting episode that we did. We are back at the ATA show again and uh, just more content coming out of that show. Uh, the last handful of episodes have been... Uh, recorded at the ata and here it is february so we got a lot more to go and we're going to be bouncing in and out of these episodes throughout the next handful of months but while i have your attention please make sure that you are following uh, not only myself on the nine finger chronicles but bob on the um, hybrid outdoors uh i guess facebook and instagram lots of great content coming through both of those channels make sure that you are watching the sportsman's nation youtube channel lots of great content coming through there make sure you are subscribed to the uh channel as well and then make sure you subscribe to the and download the uh, sportsman's or the uh, hunting gear podcast as well so i'm a little bit all over the place this morning haven't had enough coffee but uh releases 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 That's what we're talking about today. So um, enough BS. Let's just get into today's episode. All right, we're back here at the ATA show, and uh we're with Matt Haas. Correct. Haas, I got it right. I got it it right on the first try. Man, I suck with names. Straight up, (laughs) I do. Matt, how you doing, man? Good. How about you? I'm doing good. Doing good. And you represent Truefire Releases, right? That's right, yeah. All right, what's your role within Truefire?
1: So I'm, uh, as far as Truefire, I'm in charge of all the new product design, um, along with all of our other brands at Faraday.
0: Okay, all right, so new product design releases, and this this is a product line, or a product category, that I find really interesting, because it is a product that in my personal opinion, isn't sexy, right? Like, Correct. A, like a new bow yep. is. It's just like, oh, did you hear so and so shooting this bow or whatever? And yep. and then it's like, oh yeah, I need, now I need a release, right? Yep. I, I got fifty bucks left in my budget, or or ten dollars left in my budget. I need I need a release, That's right. right? What? Why is a release so important in in the overall compound bow archery game?
1: Yeah. So releases are are maybe in my opinion, more important than the actual bow. Getting to know your release, picking the right release for you. It's no different than if you you buy a new rifle, right? Yeah. And the trigger is just terrible on it. This is your trigger. So finding the right release for you and finding one that works for you, one that you're comfortable with, one that you're confident in, is extremely important. you know, when I when I say they're finding the right release for you, I'm looking through our catalog right here, and we have we have a bunch of different releases, styles of releases, releases that are adjustable in different ways. Um, it's all about trying different releases and finding one that works best for you.
0: Yeah. So just like a bow, right? Everybody has a preference in yep. what they like. Yep. Is is that why you guys offer so many different var uh, varieties? Yes okay
1: that's exactly it um just like a bow we offer small releases we offer big releases we offer handhelds we offer wrist releases um it's really like i just said about trying what's for you and being
0: comfortable being confident in your release right so right now there's people hearing what you just said right you just said you know a release can have equal or more you know weight to yep. how accurate you are when shooting your bow than the bow, yeah, right? absolutely. So explain that as far as how a release is made and why it plays such a mm-hmm. big role. Mm-hmm.
1: So there, there's a couple key factors when you're thinking about um, making a release or buying a release. The first is is how repeatable is it? Because in an ideal world, we're all shooting our bows, and we want it to do the exact same thing every single time we shoot it right yeah with a release if you don't have that if you're if you're pulling it and it doesn't go off the same every time you're gonna be all over the place you're gonna be hitting different spots on the target Um, it's it's not gonna be a fun time so with that we design all of our releases to be extremely repeatable you know we test test them all to 5,000 shots minimum and if anything changes over that 5,000 shot period, it's back to the drawing board. Figure it out. What's better? Um, the second thing that you want to take a look at is how durable is it? Because if I if I have a release that's not durable and I'm hunting, I, your confidence just isn't there. You know, you're like, oh man, hope this thing doesn't break. Well, with our releases, we're like I just said, we test the test the heck out of them, and they're they're extremely durable. They they hold up. You know, under all conditions. Yeah. Um, and the third thing that you want is, is adjustability for you. All of our releases are very adjustable, you know, whether it's a wrist drop release, whether it's a handheld release. You can adjust the poundage. You can adjust the trigger travel to make that release work for you because humans come in all different shapes and sizes.
2: Sure. So. You do have it where you can adjust, like, the uh, the trigger pull on it. You can get a little play yep. in there where it's not instant. Yep. Okay. Yep,
1: you can. If that's, if that's what you want, that's what you can do. And then okay. they...
2: They're all adjustable
1: to the point where it's a just a feather trigger. You touch it, right. it goes off.
2: Right. That's yeah. That's my personal preference. Yeah. Other question: um, During that five thousand shot trial and error, yeah. What when something does go wrong? Mm-hmm. What What does that look like?
1: So uh, there's a root cause to everything. So something goes wrong. We take it off. We uh, throw another one on right away to see if we can duplicate that problem. Okay. And then you know, just get more eyes on it, and then we'll we'll tear it apart and say, you know, this this part needs to get stronger. We need to redesign this part. Uh, this this part isn't the right material. You know, something like that. Okay.
2: Yeah, like you're talking like a like a spring malfunction, a caliper malfunction. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Something like something like that. Okay.
0: When a customer or a person has a problem mm-hmm. with a release. Is there a common problem, or is there a is there a user problem, or is there a product problem?
1: Um, you know the it's it's interesting. We don't have too many problems that we see over and over and over and over again. So I don't want to say it's a it's a user problem because uh, we design our our stuff to be bulletproof, you know, hold up under all conditions, but. More more often than not, it's a very unique situation. Like uh, I left it on the front of my truck and I ran it over, or, yeah, yeah. you know, something like that. So it's stuff happens, right? Yeah. You hunt long enough, you use your release long enough, something's going to happen to it. But um, how does a guy know what release he needs? You know, that's a good question. It's it really just comes down to trial and error, trying different things. Uh, a lot of people are scared to try different releases. Just I am. because
0: straight up, I'll admit it. Yeah, yeah. Right just because it's
1: you. it's something that you don't know, right? Like, uh, you know, we came out with a, a a back tension release. We've never done a back tension release until a, a couple of years ago, and that's a perfect example of people are just like, I'm not touching that thing. That's scary, right? I know what works for me, and I'm sticking to it. Well, what people a lot of times don't realize is even if you try something new, and specifically in archery. You try something new, the worst thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna figure out what doesn't work for you. Yeah. Right. And it's gonna ultimately make you a better archer, better hunter along the way. So I think people need to just try new things and figure out what works for me. Because eventually you try enough things, you're gonna hit you're gonna hit one that you're like, oh my god, this thing I can feel it.
2: Do you uh do you uh the uh the wrist the wrist strap release versus the i guess i don't know exactly what you call the thumb or back The ketchup. thumb, yeah back yeah. Mm-hmm. is there one that's dominating sales other than more than the other wrist straps are
1: are by far the the dominant force in the, okay. you okay know, across the entire industry um mostly because that's if something somebody's just getting into archery it's the easiest right right you, there's a there's a thing there that looks like a trigger it's very self-explanatory you, yeah you strap it on you it on, you pull it back, and you punch the trigger. Well, when you use that long enough and long enough, you start to say, Okay, what's, what's holding me back here? What, what can I do to get better? And that's where the natural progression of going to a, a back tension or a thumb button or a handheld release comes in.
0: Yeah. So, is there a magic pill? Like, <laughs> let's just say, dude, I have buck fever really bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is there a, a, a release that you guys sell? That can help cure my problem of sucking at archery
1: (laughs) if there's a magic pill i'd like to know what it is i'll take Uh, two prescriptions you know that's that's a good good question and i guess we one of the i guess i'll start by saying switching up your release is the first step um because you know you're punching the trigger you got target panic whatever if you switch up your release, it's going to highlight that and it's going to make you not do that. Yeah. Um, and it's going to show you, a lot of people are ignorant to the fact that they are punching the release. Yeah. Um, if you go to a different style of release, it's going to you're going to start shooting better. Yeah. And you're going to say, oh, okay I was probably punching the release. I need to I need to shoot this release more like I'm shooting this old release or, yeah. or something like that. And with Buck Fever, target panic call it what you will specifically we have a new product this year called the through fire which is very unique there's not really anything like it on the market yet um, what it is is an index finger release you shoot it with a wrist strap and it it makes you it makes you pull through the release to shoot it so it has a trigger on it just like your typical wrist strap does but there's a spring a heavy spring built into it where if you don't have enough back tension on that release it won't go off
0: right so, so it's almost like it's a combination of back tension and that's rest. Right. yep right um do you feel that in a quote-unquote unsexy category mm-hmm. do you think that hybrids are going to become the norm i think so yeah
1: i think so you know these, these wrist strap style releases have been around for so long that people are looking for something different. They're looking for the next natural progression, and they're looking for it in a, in a quality release, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's plenty of releases that come out every single year that are, that are new and wacky and people want to try, but we've hung our hat for a long time on being reliable bulletproof releases. Yeah. And um, if we confuse that world with some new technology to make people better archers... I think that's gonna
0: it's gonna go a long ways, right? So let's talk about novice, someone who's somewhat seasoned, mm-hmm. and then expert. Mm-hmm. Is there a uh, a release in your lineup for those people, and what are they?
1: Sure. So uh, if we we start with the novice, everybody. Pretty much everybody starts with a, a wrist strap release, yeah. and like you alluded to earlier, a cheap wrist, wrist strap yeah. release, right? Because they just spent all their coin on a new bow. Um, you know, looking through our product catalog here, pretty much all of our wrist strap releases are are very uh, very easy to use, very user friendly to start off with. The only difference in them is going to be your size. Are you you know are you a youth? Uh, woman, guy with big hands. We have different shapes and sizes of releases for everybody, and then your adjustability. We have high-end wrist strap releases where your trigger tension is adjustable, your trigger travel is adjustable, you know, your length is adjustable. And then we have really low-end releases where you get what you get, yeah. and and you just shoot it. And then for your guy that's looking, that's been in archery for a little while, and is kind of looking for that next natural progression, the next, the natural evolution of switching up a releases to go to a handheld release we have a couple different options there you know we have I think three or four different models of a, a thumb button release which is typically the next thing that people move on to besides a, a trigger wrist release um, and just like our wrist releases we have different levels of adjustability different levels of precision um, and then expert level. It, you're gonna you're gonna start going to a back tension yeah. just to try it. And it. It will make you a better shooter, even if you don't stick with it. It's gonna highlight things about your form, things about uh, how you should be executing the shot that that are gonna be useful no matter what
0: release that you shoot. Okay. So, with that said, now, do you feel that a release can make someone a better archer? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Just by not even focusing on maybe form. Yep. So let's say I'm shitty, and you hand me one of your releases, Mm -hmm. and you you can say, you know what, I feel this is going to help you. Yep,
1: absolutely. We're we're all imperfect human beings, right? So having something that highlights your imperfections is going to go a long way. So back tension is a perfect example of that. We, uh, when you first start shooting a back tension you're probably going to be all over the place. Yeah. You're, it's it's something new. It's something that you haven't done before. It's going to be tough, but when you start when it clicks for you, that's when you're going to say I get it. Yeah. I get it. And that's something that you just can't get with a wrist release.
2: Can you quickly explain how a back tension release Sure. really actually releases? Yep. Yep. So,
1: uh, back tension I guess is a little bit of a misleading term. It, I should be technically calling it a hinge release. Okay. So, you're going to you're going to clip this thing on, you're going to draw your bow back, and they actually work by the rotation of your hand. So there's a little hook on there that travels along a sear, and when your hand reaches a certain point of rotation, it goes off. The idea behind a hinge release is that you don't know when it's going to go off. So it forces you to sit there and aim and aim and aim, and it goes off. So it doesn't give you a chance to punch the trigger, it doesn't give you a chance to drop your arm. You can't anticipate when it's going to go off. And that rotation in your hand happens naturally as you just keep pulling through the release, hence the name back tension. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does so,
0: make sense. Is weight, like poundage, and what's the, what's the term I'm looking for? Because uh, you can adjust uh, a hinge release so you can pull... Less or pull harder at full draw, right? So yeah. You mentioned rotation. Where does poundage play into that? So
1: poundage doesn't really play into it a whole lot. It's it's just the rotation of your hand. So we refer to it as hot and cold. Yeah. If you set your release really hot, that means that you're you're hardly rotating your hand at all okay. to make it go off. If you're really cold, you're really really digging into that release to make
2: it go off. Gotcha so when you when you rotate now can you trick it to go off just by a single hand rotation? you can yeah okay, so you, you can. can you so like in a hunting situation because mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to get over if I've got a giant buck in front of me and yep. I'm shooting a release that I don't know when it's going to go off, I don't actually want any part of that right I want to be in that situation that's the only thing I have control yep. of, and I want to be in control of it, so you can you can get it to
1: you can yeah, okay um a lot of people and what I do. I shoot a lot of uh, tournaments, you know, indoor archery and stuff like that. Okay. I'll use a, I'll use a back tension for indoor. Okay. You know, just to just to keep me honest, keep my form really good, and I hunt with a thumb button. All right. And the the general motion and the general shot sequence of both of them are very similar. With a thumb button, you just have that ability to say, oh, I got one window here, shoot it. Right. right. With a back tension, it's uh it's more time consuming it's you know more drawn out and if you if you miss that window you know you might not get another shot and then you know we can start getting into the people people say well you shouldn't think that way if you don't have a a nice long clean shot you shouldn't take the shot right well that's not always the case when you're hunting right and there is oftentimes you need you need you need the ability to make it happen right right when you need it to make it
2: happen Totally agree. Um, is there any plans potentially in the future of coming out with a handheld release that has a index finger trigger?
1: Uh, no, just, not right now. It's I an interesting idea, just, though. Huh. You just, you need just need launched a product line <laughs> <Yeah>. for 2021. <laughs> 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 no, uh, no there's, not, there's no plans for that right now, but that's an interesting concept. Yeah. A, a
0: handheld trigger for How would you do that?
2: It'd have to come through here. You'd have to have protection. You'd have to come... You'd have to go between your middle finger and your ring finger. Oh, is where well, you'd have to this anchor. This is a
0: podcast, and we can't see that. <laughs> hey, look at this. Right, I get it, I get it, <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, you need some sort of protection for it when you're drawing your bow back. Otherwise, you'd be... But he does have He does have a, a consultation fee if you want right. to guys, okay. we'll okay, get perfect. a meeting up. I'll get right. your card. <laughs> <laughs> Checks in the mail. So, um, I... I'm a backyard shooter mm-hmm. right I am a bow hunter first like I, I practice in my backyard I'm not a tournament archer is there a you know when we when we talk about bows we hear the word forgiving yep. right is there a forgiving rest or does the word forgiveness matter in a, a release met it does a little
1: bit Um you know, forgiveness in a release essentially comes from repeatability mm-hmm. and in uh, a very crisp trigger. Yeah. So if if I'm using a, a rusty release from 30 years ago that's been left out in the rain all all year, that's not going to be a forgiving release because yeah. you're going to be pulling the trigger. It's going to you're going to feel things in the trigger. There's dirt, there's grime and stuff. But if you have a very crisp release that goes off the exact same way every time. That's where your forgiveness comes from, okay. and that's where quality is important.
0: That's that's what we pride ourselves on. Perfect. All right, here's the pitch. You know, there's guys out there they are listening to this. Why does a guy need to go check out True Fire? Got True Fire down.
1: releases, we pride ourselves on durability and technology, fusing those two worlds together. So if you want a release that's going to last and you want to release that it's top notch in terms of technology adjustability. Come check us out.
0: What's your favorite release?
1: I'm shooting the Synapse right now, so that's a that's a handheld thumb button, adjustable trigger travel, adjustable pressure, um, super adjustable in terms of how it fits your hand. You, you can go three finger, four finger. Um, it fits just about everybody. Super crisp trigger. I mean, and I shoot my trigger at like like 1.5 ounces, just. You breathe on it, and it goes off. And I've been shooting the same one for uh, three years now. Same release, never had a problem. It's never moved on me. You bring that into the woods with you? Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, man, appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for having me. And there you have it. If you guys want to request a brand for me to interview on this show or cover a specific product category, please DM me through Instagram or Facebook and I will do everything that I can to uh, make that Request a reality. Other than that, again, make sure you guys are subscribed to the Sportsman's Nation uh, podcast network on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you're following on social, and uh, that's about it, man. Hopefully, everybody has a great rest of the week, great rest of the month, great rest of the year. Uh, and get outside and, and shoot your bow and start practicing, man. It's that time of year to start looking for the upcoming season's gear. I know there's lots of places that you can find discounts. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time.